elegant weapon for a more civilized age. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to An Elegant Weapon, episode 362. My name is J.J.M. Clark, J. the Jedi, Ross, Ross, Jedi, J. And as always, it is so wonderful to have all you beautiful babies here with me in the Smoking Pod studio. I hope you're all doing well. I hope you're all holding on. Uh, From what I see, everybody's supporting each other wonderfully. We need to continue to do that because this is going to be a very, very long haul. Um, I'm bringing you the last of my my C2E2 content. Uh, and then we're going to get into some interesting new stuff. We are all set up on the Zoom, as I'm sure everybody's noticed uh, or even partaken in. Zoom is taking over the internet. Everybody is getting in touch uh, through Zoom. Uh, Zoom is Facebook and YouTube Live enabled. So we're going to do some Facebook Live and going to record those conversations and they'll be coming out to you. I got nothing better to do, so I've set up a lot of talks and we'll come roaring back. I know I've only given you like two episodes in like two months and I apologize. You know, I think we're smooth now. I think we're, uh, we've, everybody's gotten uh, somewhat comfortable, at least here in Canada, with the fact that this is going to be a long haul and uh, we're dealing with it. Um, everybody, stay safe, do the right thing, and uh, I'm thinking about you. So uh, I'm going to jump into the Zoom party, like I say. In fact, tonight I'll be going live um, with Mr. Bob Sally. Sean Daly might pop in. I'm not too sure what he's doing. haven't heard from him yet. But uh, that's what we're going to do. We're going to go live on Facebook tonight with Bob Sally. Unfortunately, you'll be here. Oh, you may hear this today. If I get this out a couple hours before we actually do that, because I'm recording this intro right now, Saturday morning, uh, April 11th. And tonight at 8 o'clock p.m., I'll be going live with Bob Sally, Eastern Time. Uh, And then I will, of course, put that out on this feed as well. So we're going to get rolling. We're going to try to have some fun. We're going to talk about some comic books and some other cool stuff going on. Uh, My love to you all. One love. Stay safe. Uh, Do what you got to do. Stay buckled down. Um, And I'll try to be in touch a lot. Um, Please follow an Elegant Weapons Facebook page, An Elegant Weapon. Um, We're going to get through this, kids. Uh, But for now, like I say, I'm going to bring to you the last of my content um, from C2E2, which is two interviews. One with uh, our good friend and uh, regular guest, Mr. Dan Doherty. And it's cool to talk to Dan uh, at the very beginning of when this was starting because Dan was sick. We were all making fun of him for having this thing, but things have got a lot more serious since then. So uh, just understand that the context of this joke, the jokes you're hearing were like two months ago, right? Um, And Mr. Tony Doug Wright makes his debut appearance on An Elegant Weapon, which makes him an official, official Source Point Press uh, family member. Uh, Tony is fantastic. Tony sold out of several of his titles at C2E2 that weekend. Uh, You can hear R2 in the background. I apologize. I forgot to turn my phone off. Uh, Those are my text notifications. R2 brings my communication to me. So Tony Doug Wright uh, sold out of a bunch of titles. Great guy. Great writer. uh, Really enjoy his work. And we chat. And I also chat with Dan Doherty. So there you go. I've rambled on for far too long. Um, but there's going to be a new format coming for a little bit. So it's going to be interesting to see how the live translates to the audio. But I listen to enough awesome podcasts that I think I've got it figured out. Um, either way, everybody, again, stay safe. One love. Please enjoy. Enjoy.
And Doherty, I will hold the microphone for you because I, I wish that my equipment will, you know, to not be infected with your Jesus. with whatever the hell's going on. With I got you. the Michelob Ultravirus, and it's <laughs> uh, it's highly watered down. So you're gonna get a mild tummy ache just from all the carbonation. You'll be fine. What do you think it was? Though? Oh, I think I had a stomach bug. A, just a quick stomach bug? Yeah, it was, yeah. It was in and out. Of I'm, all times for that to hit, this weekend at your hometown show of yes. C2E2. You know what I definitely wanted to do, Jay, is put it down in recording for all time that I was <laughs> I was ill at C2E2. Hey, listen, we get real around here. Okay? You really this do. This is all about yeah. the truth of the situation. Just, but This is a hard-hitting news. The important thing is, though you had to miss that day, you yeah. nutted up. I did. You know, you, you slapped your beard on. Yeah. And you came to the show. Yeah, it's a lot of a lot of paste, a lot of <laughs> a lot of individual hairs just to finish the job. Do you have a count? Is there a beard like a thread count to that beard? Oh yeah, it's like Egyptian cotton. I mean, it's <laughs> it's the high thread count. It's the one that you roll around in and it's just like silk. Now I've known you for a few years now. It's true. And uh, you've been able to watch mine pretty much go white. It's been it's a journey, close. yeah. It's, it's like Gandalf, white. the the, yeah, the yeah. Canadian version. Now, yeah. How do you feel about the fact that I can see a few popping in I there? I got a little. I got a. I got a little. Uh, a little pepper or salt in the pepper. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm fine with it. Did you feel good? No, I've, yeah, I'm, I'm almost forty, man. So like, I'm I'm happy I got some I'm color. I'm almost forty. I'm almost forty. I thought you were older than that. Jesus, this is pop, just, eh? you've just been crapping all I over me listen, in this whole thing. Like I say, we're just keeping it real. Man. Keeping it real tight. Yeah. yeah. Do you know no, what thanks. Uh, now that you said that, I'm going to I'm gonna put you at 72. <laughs> I'm going to put you at a hard that's, 70. That's it's the mostly average. the hat. I yeah. mean, the hat makes well, me feel like you're gray. like Uncle Junior from The Sopranos. Exactly, right? Yeah. I get a lot of Bob Camp comparisons. Bob Camp, right? yeah. You know, Bob looks youthful. Yeah, compared, <laughs> compared to how you are right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, something happens when we cross the border, too, right? Because yep. we lose a bit of power because we're not yeah. connected to the Canadian The United collective. States takes some of your energy. It's, it's, it's yeah. difficult. Your currency just gets devalued a little bit. <laughs> yeah, your actual physical currency. Yeah. How's the show itself going? Awesome. Yeah? It's always a good time. Okay, it's my good. hometown show. Love it. Uh, they always run it so well, so it's like... You just kind of roll in here, see all your friends, do your thing, and then, you know, yeah. it's over before you know it. There is... Except maybe for New York, there is no other artist alley like C2E2. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. It's it's they. I mean, they they do a very different one in each in each uh, market that I've seen. You know, there's Seattle, New York, and this one. But like, Repop does Seattle. They do. They do. Oh, I didn't know that. But I would to to your point. I mean, they all are the ones that feel like huge and intimate at the same time. You yes. know, it's like where yeah. you like. I don't feel overwhelmed because like they've curated all these people that I know and love and care about. Absolutely. And, well, the, the, and it brings out the best. The crazy thing is how much of the show is allotted for Artist Sally. Yeah. There's certain other big shows yeah. where they just don't give you enough room. It's cramped. You can only cram in how many. Yeah. But here, it's like, no. Half the show floor is, is, Art is Artist Sally. Yeah. It's, it's a Comic-Con. No, it's... And it's, it's big, wide aisles. And it gets busy like others, but you never feel like you can't move at most points. You no. Know? They treat it like a destination for people, too. Like, yes. I mean, I don't, I, I don't think it's like they... Because we're in the... If you were here... We're kind of in the back of the whole the whole show floor in a way, but it's yeah. not 
that we're tucked away as an afterthought. It's we're a destination for people to come to. Where most people and they are do. coming to. Yeah. Like if you walk the rest yeah. of the show, I know you probably haven't had tons of chances to do bit, that. A little bit, but yeah. But it's still way lighter and casual over there. You yeah. walk in here and you're like, oh my yeah. God, half the building... Yeah, you know, most of the building is in the artist's alley. Yeah, right? well, the layout is—it's all by design. You could tell, like, you know, the way that they lay out not just where we're at in the show, but like where they lay the creators out. Like the fact that I'm in a row with like all my friends, basically, yeah. is like super, super well, cool. Well, as the, you know, more more years we go on, yeah. they start to know who likes to be seated together, yes. and they start to know who. Yeah. Same thing in Toronto. Yeah. You know, Kevin knows who's. Yeah and who works with who, right? They're yeah. going to have a good weekend, you know? Yeah, it was a great you know? time. How many shows now? It's been like a floppy cop reunion. It shows all the time, right? Yeah, we've, yeah, I mean, we've got a few coming up even that are um, either all the team or most of the team. I know that uh, Motor City is going to be everybody. Uh, and uh, we've, we last year even, we you know, Motor City, Cherry Capital, uh, this show, uh, Emerald City even, I think, minus Seth. But yeah, we've been... It's been cool that they've been able to like kind of keep us in close proximity, yeah, yeah, and that also yeah. that we are all doing that show, you know. Being a native to Chicago, yes. um, what is your idea as to why this is such a huge comic book buying town? Like, well, you know, not many other big shows of this size can sustain an artist alley of this size more than because everyone I've talked to, despite the size of the alley, is making money. Yeah. And that means that everybody's in here spending it. Like, yeah. what do you think it is about Chicago? I think there's a lot of things. I mean, we're, it's, I think it's the big it's the big Midwest city. It's, and they, you know, a lot of people gravitate towards here as like the... the In-between? Equ- the equivalent of what the West and East Coasts are for the middle of, right. the, well, of the country. Well, it's the second city. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, we yeah. Got, we all yeah. got all the funny jokes. Uh, but also, I mean, like, they've been building this for, what, 12 years now? 11 years, something like that? Right, right. right? And yeah. I've done every one of them. Uh, so I've watched it kind of get cultivated and grown and develop and like they've always just every year it's been getting a little bit better a little bit better and hit that, people that keep tipping coming point and the people keep buying yeah do, do you think like we've talked about this in the past because why i attribute it in toronto is uh at least the culture being what it is is because well, that was yeah. chicago's got a lot of education museums are that yeah? was yeah so yeah. we we have a huge we have a huge comic community here there's a lot of creators living and working in chicago yeah there's a lot of culture and art in chicago between like you said like the amount of museums we have the amount of uh art schools that we have just the amount of like just different um just a lot of different varieties of making art or music or whatever that are just all coexisting here so even people who don't like comics come here because they're coming here for something else and then they end up kind of saying oh what's this over here like i get people it's like this is their first con and they're buying comics like they're not they're not here for like the celebrity meant that they wouldn't get the celebrity signings but they're not here for that they're like I didn't even realize some of this stuff existed, and they're open-minded to it. So yeah. that's what the cool part and is. And people are always excited when they find something that like touches them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. there's so many, you know, yeah. so much variant, you know, stuff available. It's yeah. freaking amazing. Um, I really like Chicago. I've seen the most of it this year that I've seen of the three years I've been out here. Cool. Because just getting around the town more for you know reasons. Yeah, yeah. And it is, it's very Toronto, except for the Chicagoan things that make it not Toronto. <laughs> yeah. A, it is the windy city. Yeah. I don't know. Like Toronto gets windy. It's yeah. right on Lake Ontario, and I get it. But you got and you could be have four walls around you, 
and still be getting gusted with wind here. What is the deal? It's so, it's weird that we have, so it's true. It is a legit windy city. We are off the lake and that that lake front, that lake effect, whatever, is a real thing. Um, I don't know if it, like the way that the city was built or something, it's, it's like a wind be, tunnel or right? something. Because, yeah. you know, I don't know if you know this, like, but I, I believe that we got the name not be from the wind, but from the politician's bluster back in the day. That's actually oh, the original okay. source of it. Was they were all like, blah, blah, all the time. They were like, these guys are a bunch of windbags. However, it is legitimately also a very I've, windy three city. Three years in a row I've been here, it's been really yeah. windy. Yeah. You know, whether it's spring and... I was nice to see that it didn't affect the show too much, that it's a month earlier. Yeah. Because Friday was cold. It man. was. That it was. Cold. Today's the warmest day of the, of the show. It's, yeah. It's, I think it's like almost 50. Freakish, freakish time. But yeah. still, it's been uh, it's super cool. It's still cold, cool. though. Yeah. All right. Work-wise, what's happening? Oh, man. Oh, man. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I'm working on a bunch of things. I'm working on Floppy Cop, uh, the follow-up to Floppy Cop with Seth and uh, with Milena and, and Jay. Right now, Seth turned in um, the new issue and Milena's coloring it so I'm scripting ahead Um, I'm working on the uh, what will be the volume three of Touching Evil Um, I've got some other things that I I'm working on that are I can't talk about but like I'm basically a kind of like uh, applying for or something like auditioning for uh, other cool comic projects that are exciting and then uh, and then the source books thing with DJ, like we've been, you know, we've been kind of sitting on that news up until I think late last year, early this year, where we were able to announce it. But all of our children's books got picked up by Source Books, which is um, not to be confused with Source Point Press, which will be confusing. Yes, I know. Like apparently, I, both, I, I yeah. only publish it with publishers that have the and word the source, source in their in name. Right. Otherwise, yeah. I just I'm like, no, thank you. They're yeah. like Random House, no, thank you. you I have just no source. Right, Sorry, Marvel. DC. Is it is this Source Marvel? No, <laughs> then I gotta go. Uh, no, but uh, yeah. So so we're working really hard on making sure all the books are are um, like. Uh, got their like new coat of paint on them a new new fresh look for nice. this launch this year because we're launching really strong with a thousand no's uh starting um i believe this summer i'm not confirmed on that yet right on so yeah there's a lot of like different balls up in the air right now but it's, it's kinda, busiest i've ever known you to be yeah yeah it's kind of cool because like almost everything i'm working on is a creator-owned project that actually has some legs under it now which i couldn't say like five years ago you right know? yeah they were all like IPs that were in development or were maybe like, you know, had a little bit of notoriety in, in our little circle, but didn't really get beyond my bandwidth. And now, now it's like, this is the point where things are actually, uh, the, the, the fruit of that's actually coming to, coming to, coming right, to light. Right. And I'm like really excited about it. So I think it's going to be a really good year, but I'll well, be crazy busy. Dude, you deserve it. You, Thank you. I've watched you over the past five years, put in the effort and put in the hard Thanks. work and put in the love and the passion and all that nonsense. So it's, it's an absolute pleasure so to much see nonsense. it all. <laughs> dude, no, it's great. I no, love, thanks, you know, it's, yeah. uh, it's fun to take kind of take the ride with you guys, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, we've been chatting on this show for five years. That's you know? true. And it's kind of cool because you could go back, collect those interviews, and over probably, who knows, five to ten, I don't know how many times you've jumped on the show, probably at least yeah. ten at this point. We've been... There's, there's a quick snippet look back at your yeah. entire career we yeah. can see what's going on you've chronicled you know? a lot of cool stuff that's yeah. what's one of the coolest things yeah. about this show has been man like we were talking you, the yeah, other day like... the first year i came out to motor city i met josh okay i didn't meet travis he wasn't part of things yet yeah yeah and yeah. uh 
Josh, we hit it off huge, talking Star Wars novels and stuff. Yeah. And uh, we went out for dinner and had a great time. I get home, two weeks later, he calls me up and he says, hey, I got this guy, Travis McIntyre. He's got this book, Up the River. Can uh-huh. he come on your show? Uh-huh. The very first exchange of words ever between Travis and I are on this podcast. Wow. You can hear the very first time we say, hey, man, hey, nice to meet you. How's it going? And that's, wow. that's From honest. such humble beginnings, Isn't and now here crazy? you are. Yeah. yeah uh, it's, you know. That's got to be cool for you, by the way. Not that, you know, I'm, I might interview you for a hot second and say, like, <laughs> your, your journey in this whole thing has it's, really amped up in the past year or so. It's like, well, you start with the podcasting. All I did one night was uh, go down to the basement with a buddy, spark a big joint, and hit record <laughs> on my iPhone. Oh, you smoke? <laughs> <laughs> okay. And that was the first episode, was yeah. us talking about uh, Star Trek Voyager and Portuguese Man Awards. Of course. And then That's how you start. eight years later, it's led into all this. But a lot of it was the fam, you know? Yeah. We all got involved, and we happened to strike into this community of a cra- of crazy, supportive, talented fucking folks, right? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, we've been able to just carry each other this way and hopefully keep carrying each other the rest. Yeah. You know, and if my role in all that is to provide the outlet for the voice for you bastards I'm happy to provide that outlet you know what I mean one day we're going to find our biological parents too like all this (laughs) it's not right you know yeah well I have a feeling we may have all been birthed from the same pod we just don't all know it no you know in some way some way back it was one of those like situations like what was that TV show it's in Canada it was called Seed I think it's a guy who used to donate tons of sperm to a sperm donor and later finds out he's got like a fucking shitload of kids (laughs) who all get together and find him right yeah yeah yeah. so who knows maybe we're all subconsciously like one day we'll all be activated and just know the true task or something hold on a second (laughs) order 66 (laughs) i shouldn't i shouldn't have been making out with jay foskey because we're related (laughs) no Oh, that's great. Yeah. And of course, people, if they follow you online, can still check out Beardo. Yeah. Which is nice that, you know, you still keep posting the old yeah. stuff I and keep like, it fresh. And yeah, well, at the end, when people, I got like a whole new fan base, I'm like, yeah. well, let's, you guys want to read it from the start? Let's is do there, it. Is there still any demand to keep it going? They're all, yeah, I get people talking about it. See, that's yeah. cool, man. It's, it's pretty people fun. People like it enough, they want to keep it going. Yeah. It's, it's very, but it's a very sweet strip, man. Thank it's, you. Thank you. It's, you know, it's. It's basically it's autobiographical, yeah, right? But yeah. you know, it's it's from your perspective and it's always even through the hard ones and the hard times, you're still doing it with a sweetness. Yeah, That's, I try to keep the you know, sense of humor about myself as yeah, much as possible. Which is good. It helps too. I mean honestly yeah, yeah. the strip helps me keep a sense of humor about myself, which yeah. is which is almost like therapy right there. It's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, it's helpful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, kids, that's Dan Doherty, the man. I love you, Dan. Love you too, man. Right out. Mr. Tony Doug Wright, welcome to an Elegant Weapon podcast. Hello. It's a pleasure to finally have you on this show, sir. Yeah, it's about time, buddy. How's it's, it going? It's going great, apparently. Yeah, it is. Sold yeah. out of comics. It's uh, congratulations. You sold out of three titles. I know. Comics, right. That's a good day. Yes. It's a great fucking day, man. It is the best day. Ever. Um, this is your first C two E two, isn't it? No, it's oh, my no. second. Right. So I don't know if you were here the first time because I believe it was two, maybe two, three years ago. Yeah, this is the third year. My third year? Yeah, third year. And last year was my tooth fiasco. Okay. Uh, so then the year before. So do you think we met and forgot? Is that possible? How's it's that happen? It's very possible. Trust me. It's happened on several occasions throughout the past few years. There's too many of us now. 
It right? is. It's Source gone point. from like four to like 130. Yeah, it, it's it's out of control. I, I can't yeah. keep track of who's with Source Point Press anymore and who's with Deepwater Games. And how has your experience been with Source Point Press? Very good. Uh, I was doing uh, web comics from about 2009 to about 2014. And the group that I put together at a site called Champion City Comics was getting uh, interested in publishing. So we put some ideas together and uh, some people I know in Michigan started uh, pushing me towards a group called the Michigan Comics Collective. Right, the kind of the precursor to this yeah. thing. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like the, the early days of the Beatles, if you will. Right, right. So um, they said they formed a company called Sourcepoint Press, check them out. So we gave him Day 165, a supernatural World War II thriller. And hold on, hold on. Paul is very loud around people. Paul is loud things. all the time and his, just walks in. Eventually. He's like, wrong time, wrong place. He still has yet to make his elegant weapon appearance. And you're not officially source point until you appear on an elegant weapon. Hey, I'm this glad. Is, this, this is official. This has been decreed long ago. I mean. So, yeah, sorry, Michigan Comics Collective. Yeah, yeah, so we decided to give them a comic book just because we didn't know much about source point. There was another company I knew a long time ago that sort of had the source point potential. But unlike SourcePoint, they didn't. They really fizzled out quickly. Right. So we just kind of stepped in very carefully. And once I started doing shows, I was like, okay, these guys are for real. Right, right. Because they were gaining a lot of momentum. And this was probably around 2016. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So things were looking really good. And then I gave them a graphic novel that was part of a webcomic that we finished, The Chronicles of Dr. Death. Yeah. And that turned into Danger Devil. Right. So everything's been kind of coming together with source point press you got to put in the time you got to do the cons you got to travel uh, you got to do the work in getting people into the booth you got to pitch your comic because you you got to bring them to you they just don't come to you all the time yeah, absolutely what well, dude you, you're doing you're doing the Lord's work here I mean you've killed yeah. it this weekend you've been yeah, absolutely tough. crushing so yeah and where yeah. you were located in a con it's kind of is this a spot or what it's uh, a good spot you know thank you to Reed Pop for taking such kind care of SourcePoint Press because we have a lovely home here yeah I like all the cons that Reed Pop's involved with and they do great work and C2E2's probably one of those cons you go to and it's just like wow this is amazing right right and it's really cool con and I gotta get up to Toronto yes as, yes as well you're saying. welcome absolutely uh, anytime and I have to get on reading uh, sorry my brain's toast what is the new one Danger Devil yes tell me about Danger Devil so it started off as a webcomic series called the Red Devil which okay. we were doing something a little bit pulpy a little bit campy and uh, throwback to old Saturday morning cartoons and classic Marvel comics we have a webcomic series called the Red Devil and what happened was we decided to put it into a comic book. But through the years, the title changed to Danger Devil because we didn't know if Red Devil would bring us any legal issues. Right, right. Um, so Danger Devil had like a new costume design change. Her sidekick went from Kid Diablo to Kid Diabla. You know, making tweaks here and there. We created issue one. We got issue two in the can. Issue three is about to be finished. Excellent. So it's like, you know, in the world of superheroes and supervillains, it's the world of superheroes and supernatural villains. That's fun. So it's like Buffy meets Bond meets Batman. Right on. You got demon slayers. You got 
uh, international espionage, and you got uh, superheroes just kicking ass left and right. Sounds fun. I'm looking forward to it, man. Yeah, it's, it's what it's all about. It's why we fell in love with comics. You got to write the type of comics that makes other people fall in love with comics the way that you did back in the day. Absolutely, man. You got you to gotta go through the heart. Yeah, you for know. me it was like G.I. Joe back in the Marvel days. Right, and, right, uh, right. That's what got me into comics. So I figure, you know, you got to do something like that to get people excited about comics. A lot of action, a lot of adventure, a lot of um, zings here and there with the right, uh, right, commentary. Right. And Well, dude, you are an absolutely wonderful and positive uh, addition to this whole situation, you know. So well, I'm thanks. glad I finally got to hang out with you. Yeah, and, you're an and awesome dude here. the power of the bow tie, my friend. Hey, don't, yeah. don't. Don't doubt the bow tie. So, uh, hey, bow ties are cool. Man. Yeah. Um, we will have to sit down soon and let's do a full-on episode where we oh, yeah. uh, let's let's dig into the dirt, of the origins of Tony Doug Wright. Sound good? Yeah, we'll dig up the dirt, talk some smack about Travis, and you know, do whatever it's we got to do. The way it usually goes, man, dude. Thank you so much and congrats, man. All right, thanks, Jay. Have a good one. Right on.